Okay, there we go. Kyle Shadow, what's hello, up? Hello, hello. It's good to be here, Atlas. Thank you for inviting me. I really like the setup and everything. It looks great. So damn pumped for this conversation. <laughs> what a dope highlight reel we watched of your work. Appreciate you. I'm so, so pumped to unpack the creativity of that, the artistry of that, and just the art of video and communication dissemination in general. We have we have that one to unpack. We have the other music videos that you've done to unpack. We have the highlighting of other creators and artists. Mm -hmm. Promotional that, videos, sort promotional of, the, videos. you know, yep. personality, you know, capturing people's personality on camera is definitely yes. a fact. It's, it's, I, love, I love to do it. Yes. It's, uh, it's fun. It's yeah. exactly what we do here. We capture the expression of someone's consciousness in a conversation and you do it in a very similar way, but then you repackage it into a, something that takes a long time to layer, mm -hmm. put the right audio, put the right video, put mm -hmm. the right transitions, animations, all this different. There's a lot of aspects to look at when you're making something, anything really from uh, from, uh, you know, you can use your cell phone even and still not. It's, it's complicated, but it's definitely uh, it's an acquired skill, I think. Yeah. And we have actually also a cool breakdown of Kyle's premiere project that we're going to show as well, which will be good. And now hopefully give some insight into the creative process for those that are getting uh, deeper into it themselves. Right. Let's jump in from the journey perspective. Mm -hmm. Walk us through who you were growing <laughs> up. Yeah. How you actually got interested in what you care about today okay uh i was born in alameda california so the bay area we're both bay area that's, people that's right um you know and uh i love it down there it's, it was great but it doesn't snow so <laughs> um when i was in fourth grade i think uh i i moved to a place called grass valley california which is up north more it does snow there and everybody all my friends were like well send us the snow like just make snowballs and send it in the mail to us i'm like that's not gonna work you know the snow's gonna melt so i did the next best thing i got a little handheld camcorder and started filming the snow and uh and i think my first narrative was me building a snowman so like i'd take different cuts and kind of splice it together and uh sony is before sony vegas but it was a uh, old old editing software so i just like chopped it together and then that's basically when i knew i just wanted to do it you know so that was kind of the the, the beginning and then from then i went to school i actually got work in 2008 in grass valley um as a videographer slash wedding dj so that was a lot to on the table you know hauling hauling all that equipment and stuff and just trying to make it work i would not recommend anybody do that ever <laughs> it's a terrible but uh you know i wanted to stay with the video videography aspect yeah. of it so i went to school in the bay and then um finished that and now i'm in la of course because everybody goes to la but now everybody's moving out of la so we'll see what happens not everybody not but, everybody yeah and a lot of people are well, though. I mean, yeah like three could... weeks ago we came through and a lot of other people are still coming through mm -hmm. in your journey i thought it was interesting that you were describing how there was this friendship from people that don't experience snow that mm -hmm. then were like you know get us that taste of how that feels to have that snow and then you put it together in a video. And that was kind of one of the early takes. Mm -hmm. And then I also appreciated how you're saying, like, there's a big complicated process with videographers becoming their own sovereign independent creators, as right. we're going to talk about. Right. And 
what happens is that sometimes you get you get brought into industries like the wedding industry and stuff like that to make that's where everybody starts man like <laughs> you can't funny. start where you want to start it's all about the journey you know yeah, yeah. like you gotta you gotta go from point a to point b and there's no there's no way to jump that you know i tried yeah, <laughs> believe me yeah it's, yeah it's impossible yeah me too yeah when i first came to the bay area i was very much like i was 19 and i was like you know where are the entrepreneurs that are going to just take me under their wing and help me execute all my ideas right and it was like no shortcuts it's literally grinding like five years to figure out the north star and how to execute it exactly exactly and And the same thing in that journey for you you got to start like in that wedding industry and Mm kind of like and what's interesting is that you pick up a lot of really good experience exactly. in that process. I learned so much, <laughs> you know, yeah. and the common, uh, the common agreement is that like film school, it, it's good for some things, but honestly the best way to learn is to do it. Yeah. Right. So yep. meeting people, networking is definitely an important aspect of that. Um, getting on board, like going to shoots and, and just seeing how things work, I think is, is one of the most important things. Yes. Yeah. The actual experiential learning that occurs when, it's life in general is the best school and Mm -hmm. so like to actually put yourself in the positions like you're saying where if you are an aspiring videographer you really have to put yourself on the sets you have to put yourself behind the camera you have to put yourself behind the editing software you have to put yourself in that struggling process where you're like where's the best free audio libraries and like how do i maybe collaborate with someone that actually makes music themselves or maybe Mm -hmm. i should pick up some music skills myself and like how do i find the best transitions animations how do i make those like you got to put yourself you know when when like literally when you've never made a video for a client before you have to like write on your website like i make videos for clients exactly yeah you kind of have to lie at the beginning <laughs> which is i mean that's the thing but it's a uh, it's true though you you kind of have to um, put yourself out there you definitely have to put yourself out there and uh honestly the wedding the wedding jobs was i had ups and downs but i learned more than i think i did at film school um film school is great for networking and meeting people yeah. but honestly weddings uh fucked me up in such a way that i'm okay to, i'm okay with it now like you bring yeah. me on set where everything's going wrong and everything's fucking up and i'm fine I, you know i roll through it you know yeah it's, it's definitely something that is necessary to learn it's interesting that you say that your learning came a lot from outside of film school which is super interesting to think about big time yeah and i i generally agree that i think for the vast majority of people's north star pursuits that they must focus a vast majority of their time and energy on learning outside of the sort of centralized collegiate system Mm -hmm. and that the centralized collegiate system works for a specific subset of fields that work even in fields like medicine it's cool that there's the systematized process for people to become doctors but at the same time how often does western medicine have absolutely nothing to do with nutrition or eastern medicine or meditation or spirituality right right yeah yeah it's kind of one one path you can take and uh i think with the medical field it's a it's it's a I think it is important for 
for most doctors to go through school and, and the rigorous training of that yeah. stuff. And I would say the same for film school, except now you can learn everything on YouTube. You know, there you go. Uh, it's all about it's like how and when does film school send you in experientially is the other thing because like with entrepreneurship school, right, business schools, mm -hmm. you know, you spend all that time on all those classes on entrepreneurship but when do you actually go and do the apprenticeships right. when you're actually there it's Same the numbers video. it's like the political numbers side of things rather than actually going out and doing it and that's the same thing I would say with video is that if I if I throw you into the actual forcing function of the environment and I give you a deadline and I say that in two weeks you have to have captured content and put music on transitions and and cut it really well layered it done that um, and you have a due date in two weeks mm -hmm. and that we're going to have the whole quote class or if your one-on-one -on -one mentor is reviewing that with you and giving you that feedback. If, if I make you do one of those videos every two weeks, if I force you to make a YouTube channel and that you have to in one year, you have to make one video every two weeks. Mm -hmm. By the end of that year, you're going to have a YouTube channel with 25 videos on it. 26. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And that you're going to have this like catalog. I would say that, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Would you say that what we just talked about there, is that the best forcing function to get people to become better at videography is say, make a video every two weeks, publish it on YouTube absolutely. for a year. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that's, that's uh, the best way to do it. And I would tell anybody that, you know. Um, I know people that will have uh, full-time jobs that are that are starting to get interested in sort of starting their own freelance, like making music videos and this kind of thing. Um, and that's the first thing I would say. Like, if, if you never picked up a camera before, it doesn't matter how good the camera is. You know, you, you pick it up and you go shoot things, right? Like, that's that's the only way to do it. And do it with other people, too, because because that's, that's a huge thing, too. Yeah. And then do cool things. I like this a lot. You, you kind of started introducing it which is that on this forcing function of the year of doing a video every two weeks what you can begin doing is you can do cool things like saying okay one time the first video i'm going to go out maybe by myself and i'm going to capture maybe the beach or the redwoods or whatever nature stuff maybe or whatever right, right. or maybe you're the day in the life videos maybe you just make a day in the life of your own life video okay mm -hmm. for the first video the second video that you make that second two week period, I like this idea of now recruit three friends and then maybe you go with your three friends to capture the life of your group and the uniqueness of your friends in the group. I like that. I like that. This might be my uh, 2021 to do list. This is the masterclass, right bro. Here. Yeah, we're, exactly, we're, right. we're literally making it. the masterclass. Motivational. And yeah. then the next one, the next, the third one that could be now why don't we pick someone that really resonates with our North star? Mm -hmm. So maybe like our family member had recently had a, a, a pathology develop in their body in a specific field of science. And that now we become more familiar with that specific field of science. And so maybe we take something like, Alzheimer's and neurodegeneration mm -hmm. because maybe our family member had that Expand happen your own knowledge and sort of bring it to other people and then YouTube. go so not only in that third video it would be to have done a lot of research on neurodegeneration and Alzheimer's but 
and then to in, incorporate some of these videos of like neural networks mm. and incorporate some of the videos of what these uh, beta amyloid plaque tangles actually look like that inhibit the neural communication Speaking process. Spanish to me. <laughs> yeah. I know, bro. I, I know. Me it. too. Me too from, from the neuroscientists that actually study this. Mm -hmm. And it would be interesting then to also go on site to an actual practicing neuroscientist that works in the field of neurodegeneration and interview them yeah, and then take 30 seconds or 60 seconds or a couple minutes of the great points that they bring up and put that in the video. So now we're making a really good third video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that free form. And then, you know, based on how that growth is just on those three videos, that would be incredible to see where that goes in the future. And that's how it works, right? That's how, that's how exactly. you got started. And yes, it's a, it's yep. basically you just, now you have a following and yep. it's all, your place looks amazing and look at this setup, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and great. likewise, likewise with you is that you get this, kind of slow and steady over time iterative process from doing the capturing the the snowman and that process mm -hmm. all the way to uh, up to film school and up to the iterations working for clients in LA. All right. Beautiful. I'm glad we literally mapped out the beginning of a masterclass there. I love it. Okay. Fantastic. I love it. Okay. So take <laughs> us to take us to what happened with that trigger, you know, your finishing up the film school, you're doing more of these iterations, you've done wedding stuff, you've done these different things. But now you're starting to kind of figure out, okay, well, what's Kyle's North Star? And like, what would it mean if I didn't have to do maybe wedding stuff, but if I could transition to doing more work that was oriented with my ethos? And how yes. did the moment come to also come to L.A.? Walk us through yes. the process. Okay, so there's a specific moment that I can remember that was the turning point for me. Um, I was doing a job in a in the bay and I was moving, I was in the process of moving. So I had a bunch of, you know, everything was in the back of my car and you know, San Francisco can be kind of a sketchy place. <laughs> so I made the mistake of, you know, parking on the street and with everything I own, my cameras, my laptops, everything, hard drives, everything. And I cut back to my car and it's all gone. Yeah. The, you got, you got your car broken into and yes. everything stolen. Everything, my toothbrush, my clothes, everything. So that was, that wow. was definitely a turning point. I was like, okay, um, this is either I that can, happened to me multiple times in San Francisco and it was cars broken into it was just backpacks stolen mm -hmm, from mm -hmm. underneath of my feet I mean like, tripods super backpacks, interesting and like the worst yeah. time too I was moving so literally almost everything I owned was in that car but then that dematerialized you and cleansed you completely it was, exactly it was a, wow. a humbling experience and I, I took yeah. I took a step back and I looked at what I wanted to do and I thought like there's no way I can't do anything other than what I've been doing. Cause you know, I love it so fucking much <laughs> yeah, and I'm not going to turn around from that. I'm not going to get a job at a gas station. Although, you know, I, you know, for temporarily, you know, it's up in the air, but, um, I would, I immediately hit up some friends that lived in other places. And my friend Brandon lived in Los Angeles and he's like, yeah, you can crash on my couch. So <laughs> I just came out here and, uh, with like $200 and that's where I am now, you know, things have been going well. I love it. Yeah. I love it. What a great, <laughs> a shout out Brandon and the homies. That, Thank you, Brandon. Yes. That make this happen where you ping them and they're like, yeah, come move into the, to yep. the, to the new chapter of your life. And I'll con be conducive of that with my couch or exactly. whatever. Exactly. And then also the, that spirit in you, which is basically this, you know, the leap of faith, which it's a, it's a tough thing, but you, you, you have to trust the fact that you're following your intuition, you're following your North Star, you're following that big vision. And so 
that way you you go into the chaos in mm-hmm. this case it's a lot of chaos it's two hundred dollars in a brand new city yeah sleeping on a couch trying to make it i would recommend it to anybody honestly yeah. i would yeah. say if exactly. you haven't had an experience like that you do, have to do your best to make yourself uncomfortable and exactly. see what happens like exactly. you got to find your passion you got to find your north star um, like as you say you know? yeah, yeah i think that's the most important thing and it's not about like where you think it'll bring you to like i don't know where this is going to take me yes it's all about the journey journey you know? that's right so the ups and downs of roller coaster you know you you learn a lot along the way but i think it's definitely yeah. worth it for everybody to experience you know we uh, just on yesterday's show with josh we were talking about how on that north star which is basically one of the most important metaphysical aspects to reality is that for the individual to have identified what their own unique artistic expression is in the world and for them to be in pursuit of that transcendent noble aim that drives meaning and purpose on a daily basis for them what's interesting is that we have the identification of it generally and then we're very loose about the process and the journey and we're in a moment to moment place of love and peace and bliss as much as we can channeling those highest forms of consciousness along the way it's a messy process it's not a clean one there's nobody else like if you're doing life this way if you know i would recommend um if you if you're if you're living life like a freelancer right if you're doing what you love uh, then there's no set path. Like there's people that have done it in every every which way, and every every one of them has failed in different yeah. points in time. So nobody's doing it the perfect way, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's the best. You just learn as you go. I'm glad that you bring up that very yes theory slogan of seek discomfort. It's mm-hmm. really important. I completely agree. Go outside mm-hmm. of that comfort zone with those experiences, especially when it comes to pursuit of the North star. And especially when it comes to moving to places that you think are more conducive for that North star, Mm -hmm, like the Metro mm -hmm. areas or whatnot. Totally. So let's talk about when exactly did you end up in LA getting more involved with photography and picking up these gigs? Yep. So, um, photography is is a fun thing i like to do uh i like to play with light and stuff it's it's uh it's kind of like a hobby even though they're basically the same thing (laughs) photos are photos are you know the simpler version of video in my mind but uh yeah when i moved here i just started doing uh uh i hit up some uh background acting places and i you know you get on set and people are doing it there and you get to see how things work more in in los angeles and and a lot of background acting is just you know, walking around. But anyway, let me talk about these pictures. This is a for these are for music videos and these are sort of just off the top. Um, we didn't plan these shots out. This is like in between takes for a music video. Um, but I just like see the, this lighting and uh, I just, you know, spot it, whip out the little camera and take a picture, you know. Yeah, I, lo- I love stuff like this. Thank you. It's almost like every single one of these captures is very deeply artistic. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, this this uh this is my friends Tyler and Catherine. Shout out Tyler Catherine. Um yeah, they just capturing the moment of love. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it takes a while to become this good <laughs> at it takes a lot of iterations of 
yeah yeah <laughs> to yeah. become this good it's it's been how many years of even just photography and and setting well, those up and i started like at seven years old exactly yeah and, uh, i got yeah. my first job professionally in 2008 october 2008 so it's been like what, 12, 12 years 12 years exactly yeah so 12 years to learn really how to put stuff like like this together and also do it in post as well there's a lot of right yeah right. is it a it's Light, a constant Lightroom learning. and Photoshop. Lightroom, uh, I barely use Photoshop. Mostly Lightroom. I mean, yeah. Lightroom has everything you need. You now. need in it. Yeah, it's uh, you can remove things. You can kind of edit pictures like that. But so so. Adobe, well Adobe's the shit. Shout out Adobe. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they have <laughs> Adobe everything. Creative Suite. Creative for sure. Suite is very important. It's so crucial Another for BTS artists. Shot. Portraiture. I love doing portraits. Um, playing with lights, headshots are fun. So then, okay. So over time. I want to just also indicate over time you become more and more again it's like this would be another in a sense we could make another quick like master class which is like literally post one picture a day yeah. onto Instagram. Yeah. Right? There's your next master class. It's like you have to forcing function yourself to get really good at taking these profound photographs and then bringing them into Lightroom editing them really nicely. Mm -hmm. If you do one a day you're you're gonna get good gonna at it. Get yeah, good that's at it. that's what I would say yeah. for followers to do. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because when you look at, like, for example, um, for example, first, like, first of all, you know, you really need to be more creative. Like, for some, for me, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't realize like we can find such a profound photo. Of is this literally in the rain? No, this is inside. This is an indoor rain room. I love this. Wow, there are literally indoor <laughs> rain rooms. This is Los Angeles, man. <laughs> you have everything here. That's so interesting. Yeah, so, FD Studios in downtown LA has an indoor rain room. You could bring cars into it. Great for music videos. Great for music um, videos, yeah. You see you actually see them in a lot of music videos. Now I'll watch a music video and I'm like, I know where that is. I know where that this is. Place yeah, in this yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ton of them. Oh my gosh, indoor rain rooms. There you go. And so you there you go. You're like, okay, we're gonna express a an essence. Like we talk about this on the show that each of our individual guests that come on the program are their own unique aromas, like flowers that they express, right? Mm -hmm. In this case, these images and videos are also their own unique aromas that they're expressing. Mm -hmm. This is super unique where you have the indoor rain room and you have the i don't even know how you managed to get that crazy like lighting the light yeah um yeah definitely look what? at look at batman look at a lot of those movies that how they light like now if i watch a movie it kind of ruins the experience for other people because <laughs> i'm like i'm like looking at the lighting and I'm like oh that's how they did that you know like when they like in batman if you look at the rain it's all backlit so it's like and backlighting any backlighting anything is a great idea <laughs> in yeah. my opinion yeah it just which, makes everything look so good which you which you do also in this one which mm -hmm. i love a lot you have the backlight specifically behind the head yes. which makes it look like it's glowing exactly. the person's glowing yeah. yeah and he also has a fill light on uh on the uh coming from the left hand yes, side yes that makes him look like he's glowing yeah so that's yep. actually a tungsten more tungsten than than uh, the backlight is. So yeah, I like, yeah. I like, I like, I mean, people say not to do it, but mixed lighting, I think is, it can be cool. It can be cool. It can be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, 
Wow. Yeah, because when you do that breakdown, when you're like, it's more tungsten on the left and it's mixed lighting because that one's more, would you say it's white or what do you call that? Daylight. Daylight. Okay, interesting. So if we can break down the quick light spectrum, when it's more orange, you call that more tungsten. Tungsten, yeah. That would be lower uh, in the Kelvin scale. Lower in the Kelvin scale. And then you go up to like 5700. 57 is most. Is daylight. Is daylight. So meaning. that's right. Yeah, most sure. like uh like these like the white like these guys yeah these okay are so studio lights that are like white like what you guys are white getting, lights yeah especially what you're getting on like on these on these side on these side shots um these are these are more kelvin higher kelvin, higher kelvin. and so they're more daylight yes. and then the tungsten is like the 3000 kelvin or 2500 or whatever exactly and um, then that's, but i am dyslexic okay. so there's, there's other, i'm a little me, dyslexic sometimes yeah i'm mixing stuff up but i'm pretty lot, sure that's so, right yeah. you, know, you know yeah i'm totally. not super technical but this is that spectrum okay yeah yeah exactly. I, I, I like i like that a lot because then it enables so many more artistic essences to be expressed because some of them are there's that massive light spectrum for you to be able to pick and choose from as yeah. well yeah exactly yeah. and the, yeah. it keeps going down to um you know like like fucking forgot what it's called like uh and never mind <laughs> forget the, the, i forgot the, the the mercury sort of style oh, of lights. yeah yeah i'm actually really interested in it now mm-hmm and that's another thing. The the spectrum that we see is so small, even to what other mammals see. You know, like other animals, like birds, hawks. Hawks yeah. can see crazy shit. Yeah, they, <laughs> they see, see they snakes, see infrared, infrared. Yeah, and then, imagine seeing an infrared. Like, I mean, yeah. you can obviously they got flare cameras, but I wonder. Um, yeah. So here's. Here's a little bit of data on it here. Let's let's try and let's try and pull this up for people. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to show you 6 now. Okay, and then here you go guys. Okay. So if you just look up, you know, f- like photography and Kelvin, I mean, there's this one here. Yeah, it's kind of candles to the yeah, it's always right. Interesting. There's so candle 3500 house light bulbs are usually tungsten that gives you that warmer flavor. Um I see in daylight's 5,500. Yeah, it starts at 55, 50, I don't know if I've ever seen dark shade, whatever that. It might be like a black light. Interesting. Yeah, black light. So that'd be around 70. And there's thousand, this one as well. To sh- yeah, 10, no, 000, another, one, another version of that to show people. Yeah, this so. One. Color temperature. This is the, the word people use is color exactly, temperature. Exactly, yeah, color temperature. Okay. In Kelvin. It's measured in Kelvin. In, in Kelvin. And so by tweaking this, especially in photography and videography, you basically can. You control everything. Everything. With yeah. lighting. Everything. Interesting. It's, uh, yeah. it's one of those things that you would. I love that. You don't really notice, you know, and if you're watching something like, for example, um, The Haunting of Hill House does this in like insanely well where they'll, uh, they'll light different things. I think episode six of the first season, they had uh, one shot, like a long shot. And they had different areas where the actors would walk into. The whole episode was basically one shot. And they built a set to where things would change and like, you know, from from the house and then they would be in the uh in the morgue of the morgue they were doing like a funeral. And then they would walk in one shot to the set of the house and that just blew my mind. There's 
like lightning coming through the windows and there's so many tiny tiny details like things you wouldn't notice for example like they move a statue like yeah and then like you see the behind the scenes and it's hilarious they're like the camera's following this person into a room and then outside of the room there's like a hundred crewmates like moving everything around like during the shot so that when they come out of that room everything's different yep you know it's wild I love that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, all that behind the scenes is, in essence, what drives people to become more literate. Because you were talking about this a moment ago. You said that now you every time you even watch like the Batman movie or like these really high-level productions, mm-hmm. you now see all of the nuances of how they actually produce it and make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with me now with you know, music and video and even in the sciences, because now I'm literally looking at the layering, which we're going to showcase in this case with, with your Mm. videos and the layering in audios and tracks, the layering in, in terms of like the, in like biology would be something like the cell and then you have the organ and then you have the organism and then Mm. you have the civilization you know, that kind of a thing. And so there's all these layers. And yeah. like, if you begin seeing in those layers in that systems thinking, that's one of, as we talked about with Neil Sperling on the show, it's one of the ways to become more of a genius is to see those. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You got to see those things happen and sort of what you see on like, a, like it applies to anything. Like what you see on screen isn't necessarily the, uh, what you should be seeing. You know what I mean? Like think about how things happen behind the scenes. Yeah. And you you do learn a lot that way. You know what I mean? I wonder, it would probably be an interesting idea to share now a idea of what happens. Because we gave the photography examples. We're going to do the video examples next. Um, I want to, before we do that, I want to share with people what occurs with the balance that has to happen between the right the client wants the to collaborate with the photographer videographer or music producer etc and that the client wants their north star to be fulfilled but they also want to balance that with the artistic capabilities and creative direction right. Right. of what the artist can provide in that process. It's a middle ground, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely definitely middle ground there because people are getting their minds what they want and then those are those are, you know, a lot of time you've heard of a bridezilla. A lot of time there's like a setzilla where somebody oh, wants to Oh, that's interesting. Wait everything. a second. <laughs> okay, so there's an actual and it's just so funny cuz it's literally can you show them on your shirt too? He's got literally yeah, Godzilla, Godzilla on his on his yeah. shirt right there. That's so funny. So literally there's okay. Bridezilla is the word that's used for kind of like a very overly controlling Yes, bride that yeah, wants so creative control over over everything. The, over everything. Same with tiger moms and their tiger kids, moms you know? and kids. Okay, yeah. so we're drawing an analogy also to setzilla. Yeah, which is very I just made that up. Yeah. Oh, that's a new that's word. a new thing. I love Start it. Start using that, everybody. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> um, setzilla. Setzilla is uh, it's mostly with independent stuff uh, where if you're a freelancer, you have a client that wants everything done the exact way that they imagine in their heads. You know. Um, that's not always the way it's going to be. And a lot of these people don't understand that. Right. So, uh, 
I don't want to make any examples, but I've had a, I've had a ton of these. I've had a ton of these people. Um, but I mean, that's the importance of finding people that you can work with and actually, uh, you know, making friends, I want to say, but, you know, having a good relationship with the people that you can consistently call upon to, to rely on, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think that's really important. You got to work yes, like a yes. well-oiled machine, like I say. Yeah. Like for example, you had a guest on here, Zebulon, Zebulon yep, Kroll. Yep. Homie. Uh, I work sure. with him. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a homie. Um, sure. He helped me out so much, and and th- the way we do things right now is uh, it's a godsend, man. He's salt of the earth. He kind of yeah. he he will sit in a room with me as I'm editing and write a song like a track that I can use right when I finish it. So it's it's ready to go. And like I said, it's all layered out. And like during certain parts, it's like, it's perfect. You know, exactly. Just drop it on there. (laughs) And and that, that has a lot to do with the fact that you're both in the creative project at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that he's kind of able to see what he needs to do on a music production layering to match what the video production that you're doing layering is. Yeah, sometimes down to like the second. Exactly, down to the second. And I love how you bring up that it's important to, as you go through your creative journey to do things like identify when there is some sort of like a setzilla style essence and sort of, in a sense, distance yourself so that you can identify the people that are really great to work with and keep going in that direction more and more. Right. So that's one of the things that I thought we should talk about. And then another thing is that we kind of talked about this a bit on the mastermind side, but that in general, it's super important to just capture, you know, capture with your iPhone to start, right? Just, yeah, yeah. And like whether it's photo and then taking that into Lightroom and posting it on Instagram daily or doing the on the video uh, for your every two weeks, capture right there on the iPhone and then just bring that, import that into Premiere. And yeah, start, again, do start that. simple. Um, I would say a lot of people, especially around Los Angeles, uh, they they can get the best equipment and they they use the best you know cameras and everything. I've been using the same camera since basically the start of my career. I have I've had one lens, you there know, you and so it's 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 carried me the whole way because I know how to use it. I'm so you know I I I know what to look for and how to use it right. But if you have like say a fifty thousand dollar camera and you look good, that can also help in this in this city. Like if you look legit, it can get you to the next stage, but then how are you going to prove it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you got to know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Rule number one. So then to know how to know what you're doing, you have to get out there and do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I would recommend if anybody is starting out in film, just take the first step and use your phone through short film or like animation. I did a lot of claymation when I was a kid. And uh, it's definitely a learning process. You can learn about frame rates and, and all that stuff. You can learn about a ton. So, yeah, yeah. Take pictures. And then there's also the idea of like, I like how you say that you can level yourself up by becoming better and better at the, in a sense, the memetics, the better you become at doing the art in the video or the music or the photo space. And you showcase that to the world, the more that the world says that this person is higher up top notch. And so I want to keep collaborating and working Mm -hmm. with them. Mm And then there's also this strange, it kind of relates a little bit to the setzilla in a way. It's kind of like the, like if you show up to the studio and you show up with that, like that red camera and the, the 
you know, tens of thousands of dollars of equipment. Yeah, and they Pers- they look at that and they they're like, "This oh, is this amazing." Person's legit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, or like the wedding photographer that comes with three cameras on their belt mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff. And but versus someone that you know, you like, imagine if someone that goes to that same wedding captures photos with their iPhone, brings them into Lightroom, and then gives you content that's even better than the wedding photographer, which you can do now. The iPhone 12 is ridiculous. Yeah, there's there's a there's all these, you know, all these contests and stuff. And a lot of time people win photo contests now with just their iPhone, which is it's great. Super interesting. It's yeah. Everybody yeah. in your pocket, you have this thing that you can do anything with, including become a professional photographer. <laughs> you know, Super cool. it's wild. Um, um, yeah, but, uh, and you've had one lens to on your lens. yeah camera yeah. that you've become a master with. Yeah. Yeah. Just exactly. like that. Yeah. Um, I do rent occasionally. But yeah. that's if I need to. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. Yeah. So you got to like it brings you back to seeking discomfort. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't at the. I wasn't. I didn't start off uh, knowing what I was doing with the camera. You know, it's, yep. it's part of that whole film school exactly. thing. And, exactly. And uh, my film school in particular, uh, it was very hands-on. It was a two-year accelerated program. You get a four-year bachelor's degree in two years. So it's pretty much a constant workflow, yeah. um, pulling all nighters with with your friends and this and that, and yeah. you get really get to know each other. Um, most of the class dropped out, but we ended up with like eight people that to this day I don't think I've seen a better workflow together. Even if shit hits the fan, you know, and things are going wrong, but everybody knows how to handle, and we kind of you know sneak in there and solve problems. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I think that's important too. Within this trajectory, you end up finding time over and over and over again that there's clients that you can serve that align with your ethic that are exciting, whether it's in music production or whether it's the music videos or whether it's showcasing just people that are uh, like we have, we have a couple examples. It's probably a good time. We'll show those. We'll show the breakdown as well. Mm-hmm. So let's um, okay. Let's start, and then you can share with us. We have Ganesh, mm-hmm. which is gonna be the first one. This is a music video. Yeah, this is a Halloween release music video. Okay, that was the very last minute. And, uh, Halloween release music one. video. Yeah. And so we're gonna play about a minute from each of these Ganesh, and then we have. Uh, Evan Bliss, so we have our mutual. Yeah, he was mate. also on this podcast, right? Also on the podcast, that's right. And then, so this was showcasing kind of Evan as a building designer. Yeah, so this would be a promotional video for Evan. And, uh, yeah. Okay, so a promotional video for an individual. So a music video, promotional video for an individual. And then we have Stereo Jane, which is a band. Yeah, um, they're, they're a band. They're, they're uh, very talented. The live The live shoot you're going to see. Uh, soon here is a single camera shoot, but I wanted to make it look like a multi-camera shoot. So there's, there's a learning, I mean, you know, there's always a learning curve. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love hacks like that are really interesting. Yeah. It looks multi-cam, but it's, it's single. Cam. And that, that goes to show, uh, the band was very tight. Uh, they're, they're very yeah. talented. So yeah. you play it like five times in a row without, you know, same tempo without fucking it up. Boom. You know, boom. yeah, that's, that's interesting. 
yeah. and that's the way to do it mm-hmm. there that was a good piece of the yeah you play the song five times and you shoot it from those different angles every time and then that's how you get yep, with one it together boom that's so important that's so 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 awesome okay all right so starting off with ganesh uh music video then evan and then stereo jane so we're gonna play that for you now as examples of the art of video boom Left me all alone, yeah Don't hit my phone up Cause I moved on, girl I'm with another one You've been ghosted all along, yeah Uh-huh Uh-huh Yeah, yeah Uh-huh I've been rolling, 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 rolling I've been moving fast I got this girl, she looking at me Can't erase the past I've been living my way Can't be caught up in all these casts I only smoke the green and chill I chase some money back Damn, you had me for a second When you say you long but you ignore me Why all these other homies I see now you've been out exploring Been overdue now that you say you want me So bad, yeah, so bad, yeah She wish she didn't get all caught up with the next man Hold that Okay, so that was Ganesh that was a fun one. Let me just say something. Yeah. We, we, we have a lot to say about that one. God, yeah, we yeah. have a lot. But that's we do. Yeah. Okay, let's show them. This is Evan Bliss. I'm Evan Bliss, and I design buildings. Work that I've done has been recognized by the American Institute of Architects and here in Los Angeles chapter, also in the Chicago chapter. Won national level AIA awards, hospitals, homes, big buildings in major cities, warehouses, manufacturing facilities. All those lessons that I've learned from that is that you have to see just over the hillside. You have to see that opportunity that waits on the other side. It used to be if you wanted to execute any sort of creative endeavor, by nature, you had to have this really large and expensive team that was all kind of in-house, and you just had to have this incredible amount of resource behind you to make that real. But I think there's much more powerful models of how a creative studio works that you could find in in places like the technology industry and that was evan all right and studio stereo jane lies wrapped up in the sheets that stone me caught up in the car so holy Fasted all my sins, thy prey. My skin don't feel like how it used to. Want it to feel just like you do. Now I know that I did it the wrong way. And I would sit and pray that one day you got away. I and take the pain away like
Yeah. I love those examples. They're great. Those are thank so you. good. Thank you. Thank oh you. Oh my goodness. Okay. And I want to pull things up as we literally unpack them in, because first of all, let's go to Ganesh yeah. and I'm going to pull up the visuals as we talk about it. Cool. So, okay. So in Ganesh, we have this, we have this super interesting part, and we were kind of talking about this a little bit before we started too, where there's like a when she disappears. Yeah, where's the the, shot the bed? That. Yeah, there it is. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, like right, right here. So that was fun. Um, you, you could see the pictures in the background kind of blow up as, as she disappears. The front shot, she's not actually there. Obviously, uh, that's that's a wow. bunch of effects and stuff. So uh, to sell it more, that's like a practical and CG sort of thing you can do is like blow the pictures once she disappears. So she looks like she's actually disappearing in the room when she's not actually there. Um, and I, that it's the same for everything. Like I would definitely recommend, like if you think, if you see John Carpenter's the thing, like the practical effects, like it's the same story They're they're, uh, you need practicals to make CG look better. And I'm not the greatest CG editor, but I did have fun. And with CG this. computer graphics. Yeah. Computer graphics. Okay. So, yeah. So I think the practicals of having the paper flow in the background uh, sold it better than if they weren't there, you know. Is now would it be fair to say that you do a there's like a similar CG in a sense that happens between this point what you're using here and what you're using kind of here, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that would it be fair to say something like you because we're going to show some of this stuff in the layering um, later, but not to this exact video, but we'll show kind of what these techniques look like a little right. bit. But is it something along the lines of you take like that, like the picture, the still of her, and then you kind of bring it you you eliminate everything in that image except her yeah so and, for this shot and then in you make that opacity you bring the opacity down make it more well use different then blend modes and everything blend basically okay, you're okay, right okay, basically okay, right okay. we shot this shot in particular on a green screen the um okay so it was on a green mirror. screen yes yeah, so that's it. you key out the green and then what's Got left it. is her and that was an easy shot but the and last then you shot, bring that down and import that into this basically shot. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. so so the last shot she was actually in the bed the shot where the, she sat up in bed that was actually she was sitting up in bed it was just a different take yeah yeah okay yeah. interesting and then you just brought that so you don't move the camera you basically find everything that's the same in the shot yep. and there's a way to get rid of that so it, it looks yeah like, yeah that's yeah. so like you screen it out whoa so it, yeah it was, that's it was fun so to do. impressive and uh if you look at the one of the next shots there's uh, uh my first time really fucking around with motion control keep going keep going so this shot um, for example, I had, uh, I mean, it's, it's a gimbal that you can kind of program movement into. Um, so you can have it do the same thing every time. And I think we, we recorded just a few angles where one take was with Ganesh and then the other mm. take was with, with the ghost girl. Right. Mm, so, that's right. and since they're the exact same movements, camera movements and everything, you can overlay them and do what I just talked about where you just, everything that's the same frame yeah. you remove it yes, so yes. she becomes like you can you can like make yeah. her disappear you can do yeah, all yeah. kinds of effects 
that yeah. I love I love exploring things like that. And then yeah. And that's that's filmmaking, you know. Super interesting. Yeah. Technology is Okay. Dope. So a good thing to do in videography is to take the idea of us of a take of the what you're imagining creatively as the actual in this case is the guy that's in the space and then you take the second take of mm -hmm. where she's also right. in the space she's in the space and then you take a blank slate of the same camera angle and then the blank slate so i yeah, mean if you go. wanted to you can make there anything you disappear in the shot if you yeah well, like you should, anything okay. like any character you know wow that's great. Okay. And that was fun because I've never really played with that before, but I had fun with it. So there's that. And yeah. then I thought another interesting thing that I think is becoming more popular in these as well is that you have things like these interesting little transitions right. that occur. Like those are cool. I like those transitions. Those, that was a, yeah, I usually make my own transitions, but this that's a drop in, you know. That's a cool one. I think people are becoming more. They're familiar. huge now, especially in the well, rap, like that music, one music and, videos and stuff. like. And that. then this is becoming more popular too. sort oh, yeah. of these, oh, yeah. uh, like you can take the little phone shots and there's those, you know, that transition there is super mm -hmm. interesting. Then there's sort of this like just overlays and overlays stuff like that. Those are um, cool. Those are definitely trendy right yeah. now to say the least. I mean, super trendy. Yeah, it's it's gotten to the point where a lot of music videos are exactly the same. And uh, I've done a lot of music videos where it's like you go out and you're basically filming the same video, which is, you know, I, I, I want to, I, you know, I, I respect it. You know, I see that it's a quick way to do it and it, you know, it sells, yeah. right. It's part yeah. of the formula, but it's sure, not sure. the unique, ideal. The unique. It's not unique. Adding uniqueness to aspects of the formula is very important. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, I try to do that. It's yeah. 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 And then I really liked in, in Evans, I really liked this kind of like, look, man, there's a chair here and that it's literally opening to, to Evan walking up, sitting down and then being like, the first thing is just boom, just right there. I design buildings and yeah. then boom drops right into like my work has been featured here. I've done this, this and this like that's a really strong format yeah it's all about uh the hook in the beginning and uh that was on purpose how you could even see the lights in the background and everything usually that's a big no-no but that was that was me kind of being like you know i don't think yeah fuck the rules kind of exactly <laughs> you know, which is that uniqueness which is what you were saying exactly yeah uniqueness. it ties back into that yeah. it's like when the camera's in the shot right that that kind of thing yeah. too like on the two shot you know you can see the over the sh shoulder shot that we use oh yeah yeah exactly yeah. and so that's interesting that um yeah that, i mean it yeah, doesn't exactly. matter people yeah. know that there's a that's camera right. because we have to do it for when we do the writing examples yeah and we can <laughs> check out the kicks and that like yeah so there's that and then i really liked also that you know that w will you will you also just share with us where are you getting like this um content like i, filmed I know that that's I all, that. all b-roll it's kind Th of that's b-roll i know yeah. that one is because that's evans but the then stock. but then this stuff right right i it's, would yeah so where where do aspiring uh videographers get high quality b-roll that is not uh captured stock video that's that they right. purchase or license to and stock whatnot? footage can be very expensive yeah yeah um, but i don't like to pay for stock footage so there's there's sites that you can use i think off the top of my head i can't remember the the name but i think pond five 
I just basically uh, Googled uh, free stock footage, free stock footage. Yeah. For, for, cool. Uh, Cause you got the copyright free stuff. Is, yeah. It's definitely yeah. important to do. You don't want to get too much. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, you know, you can find it. Just make sure it's copyright free. Copyright free is important. And then make sure that like YouTube has the audio library, which I've been using a lot. Yeah. For audio my library videos. is pretty great. Yeah. yeah. And now it's all free um, mm-hmm. music, which is great. And I've worked for a bunch of places that use uh, different, I mean, they're all, I mean, they're all good in their own respect. I wish I could remember the name. I'm so bad with names, yeah, yeah. but I, I wish I could remember the name of there's one. Um, what was it? I keep thinking audible, but that's the book. Yeah. Um, yeah. but they, they have stems so you can, you can find a song that you really like and they'll, um, they'll have like an option where you, if you just want the drums, you can just have the drums or like yeah. just the guitar, just like the vocals, you know? And they're very high quality recordings and, and this and that. So they're they're definitely expanding that that style of thing with with royalty free music, you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so then there's there's that. And then is there another aspect to to Evans that we should mention that you think is important to share? Evan made it so easy. He's uh he's definitely good in front of the camera, he's a talker. Yeah. He kinda keeps things totally. going. Totally. Um that's another good point. Yeah. Is that the person, the more in flow they are. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. And you want to capture uh, their essence in flow. Right. And, and if they, yeah. if they're open about that, then it's great. I mean, some exactly. people like, like me, I'm not used to being in front of the camera. I will like shut down. Usually <laughs> if there's a camera pointing towards me, I don't know what to do, but, uh, but you know, it's great seeing somebody in front of the camera that can actually rock it, you know? Which you have been. This has been a great flow. We kind of worked you. our way into, you know, being in this flow right now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And you're really good at that too, Alan. Thank you, you man. You kind of bring people in and loosen them up a little exactly. bit. Exactly. So. And that's an important thing for people that do video and photo uh, to be able to do in music production, all this type of stuff, totally, is to yeah. loosen up the, yeah. That alone yeah. is a talent. It's a skill. It is a talent. In weddings yeah. and stuff too. It's like, a good one, like, yeah. Man, I've exactly. had to come for like so many brides exactly. that are like so nervous. Yeah. Like this is the biggest day of their lives, yep. <laughs> you know? And so you have just like, okay, you can do it, you know, (laughs) but it's definitely a skill. Actually, that's a great point that it's actually useful for people that are in the entertainment industry in that sense to also have practiced meditation because then they can be peaceful and they can calm the energy of others. Yeah, exactly. More grounded. Yep. That's good. Maybe I should have meditated earlier. (laughs) No, I'm feeling pretty pretty good. (laughs) Okay. And then we have the, the stereo Jane example. Yes. And this is really interesting because you basically shot this, you said like five times from yeah, different, um, from all these, they played the song the same. Same exact tempo. I mean, they had, uh, we had a recording artist right there recording it. So this is a live, live recording. So you shot once from here, you shot once from here, shot once did from handheld, a drum here. cam a couple times. I mean, you know. Wow. Bass. And then the, there was also the same day recorded a, an acoustic set um, that I don't think is released yet. But but uh, yeah. And then and then you just in the layers, you just cut between them as, as to match them all to up. Match them all that up. used to be yeah. a very hard job. And now it's a one. And now because operation. you use software to match them up yeah. like that. It's amazing. And what software do you use to match them uh, up? Premiere. You yeah, just literally highlight the audio tracks, yes. right click and synchronize. Right click on the audio tracks and click synchronize. Synchronize. And then, and then they'll then just the bottom, they'll just line up. At the bottom there's an option to click audio like you can synchronize different things, but I click audio and then it's perfect every time pretty much. That's know? awesome. To the frame. To the it's, frame. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> like I remember back I used to make um 
lyric videos it used to take you know? so long oh my god to line man. it up yeah line everything up different different uh wavelengths and interesting. everything but and there's software for i know matching like for example when i do on the road interviews usually i'm bringing like the zoom h6 right with me and yeah. then then i have to bring that in and the to, camera audio to, too and, yeah, yeah and then then you can do that right click sync mm -hmm. but usually i'm sometimes I'm just trying to make sure that it's exactly on frame and like there's software that helps with the like movement also of right. the mouth and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. And just there, this is a really good, this is another really good, there's like, in a sense, we're highlighting the art of video from many different angles. Cause you have Ganesh is a much more, um, it's leveraging a lot more of kind of like the modern, not only different genre of music, but it's also it's leveraging a lot more of those modern transitions we were talking about, and a lot more of that those uh, that yeah. CG computer yeah, graphics yeah. CG, CG and, stuff. And whereas in Stereo Jane, it's a lot more of that classic yeah. set. Yeah, I love both styles exactly. a lot of the time. Um, so I, I kind of you know you have to know what to look for and um, strive for that. Like if you look. In the in the stereo Jane one, there's a lot of soft tungsten lighting, rather mm -hmm. than in the Ganesh one, there's a lot of hard you know daylight lighting. <laughs> so those it's just the different. That's a good point. Yeah. Different uh, yep. different vibes. And in know. Evans, it was also that daylight. Evans had a lot of daylight. Light, yeah. Light, light, yeah. yeah. And I liked how that's also this juxtaposed with music videos is this highlighting of like Evans' expression, his aromatic flower expression mm -hmm. is what you is what you did. His there. is so easy to catch though, you know. Mm -hmm. sorry about yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah you're good. That's good. <laughs> it's so easy to catch with Evan because he's just an honest guy. You know, he's just real. He's yeah. a real dude. Shout out Evan. Shout out being real. Hella real. Yeah. <laughs> hella real. And so are you and Zed. That's pretty NorCal, man. The crew is the hella, Omar. Hella real. Hella yeah, I know Hella is a very NorCal, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. I, like I know. That. I'm so happy I picked that up. Yeah. I know. Yeah, and you you mentioned Omar. Omar's a man. Omar's a homie. Um, Zeb's oh, homie. Zeb's a homie. I mean, the click is is really strong, and it's growing. And it's growing. We're gonna bro. take over. This man. is only one nodal cluster because there's yeah there's many that were overlapping and connecting and flowering. Totally, this is gonna be the, we're gonna own Los Angeles. <laughs> we're gonna help awaken. Los Angeles. Angeles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. And inclusively stakehold everybody as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. Being totally transparent. Yeah. Speaking of stakeholding, um, I wanted to say it bothers me when somebody like like the networking thing, like we all help each other out, you know? But I uh I I, I don't like when somebody a friend helps another person out and does it without giving them something back, you know? Like at least like you help it's it's uh you help them out they help you out or they help you out you help them out or monetarily you know it's not wrong to give your friends money if they're helping you out if there's a budget give them money you know totally i've worked for free way too many times too for much. people that i would call friends yeah you know yep. and uh it's yep. not you know i yep. wouldn't do that to anybody man if, yep. if you come on set That's with right. me i'm paying you if That's you set right. up a light stand you get paid for it That's you know? right. Yeah. inclusive stakeholding is is exactly that yeah there's always the endeavors where it's like wanting to like I was kind of going through this a little bit yesterday as an idea, but a good analogy to draw for where we're at right now would be like if today you were told that you could go back to 2015 when uh, and be an intern for Joe Rogan, 
a lot of people would go and do it. <laughs> totally. I but mean, today, it's interesting for me. I'm struggling with identifying, finding people that want to come on and intern. Hmm. But that's because a lot of people don't see where we're going to be in 2025. Right. And so I'm trying to hook people up and have them be young Jamies at fucking good times totally. in the growth totally. process. But it, it's hard to sell that vision to, to other people and whatnot. Absolutely. And in this case, I would do things like, I mean, to go and like be with, you know, like, I think it'd be very powerful to sit in like with maybe Gary Vaynerchuk or someone for a day to like be unpaid, but to be helping and to be learning. Mm -hmm. So there's that powerful sort of like surround yourself with really powerful nodes, even if it's unpaid, mm -hmm. there's that balance. Yeah. But then also it's balanced with like, yo, be that person that inclusively stakeholds everybody in the sense of like when there is a budget, like pay people really well especially when they deserve it, when they're performing really well. And then what's going to happen is a lot of flowers and blossoming. Exactly. Fruits. Yeah. It'll, it'll all, it'll all kind of sprout your field that you've, you've grown and everybody's working together as a team rather than just one for their own self. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do, let's do a little breakdown as well. So, okay. Yeah, so walk us through, like, this looks crazy. This is, the you know, the bottom right corner. For those that don't know, that's what Premiere. That's the timeline. That's yeah. the timeline. So, and then what you have in that timeline is you have what looks like, again, if we just think about it, like, whether it's what Zeb was doing by showing us the layers in music production, or in this case, Kyle showing us the layers in video production, which also includes audio itself, mm -hmm. but the audio is not, you take that final audio track of all those like 20 layers and then you bring that into one and put that in the video. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. And it's then, a, yeah, basically. And, and a lot of time you'll be cutting audio just like you'd be cutting well. the video. That's right. Um, but and yeah, then you this have is a, this is a those, short, this is actually yep. a short term project. I did this in the last few days. Um, not actually sure. It's not, it's not released yet. So don't, you know, muted and everything but this is uh oh yeah it is it's it is muted okay cool. yeah it's completely muted Perfect. and we can play it so they're so they're not hearing anything okay and so, yeah, why don't is, you walk us through it yeah this is just uh i was showing you the um basically the how premiere works and how it looks with an edited project and you can scrub through the timeline and the you know you can go to uh there's like different tabs at the top basically. And I'll, I'll do some color grading here. Cause that's part of, that's one of my favorite parts. Um, yeah, I don't know where I did it, but anyway, there's, yeah, I go to the color tab and then I turn off the color that I did on there mm. and you could see, you could just see the difference. And that's part of like, that's one of the most satisfying things in film, like editing is the color grading. Yes. Because here I am like, like just messing, like tweaking the exposure and everything. That's the original that's out of camera. Oh no. So that's what it looked like out of camera. Oh, which flat is good, right? You can do a lot of editing with flat and that's with the LUT, but interesting. So you, you capture in flat to do all that. Yeah. So, post. so there's the flat flat has the highest bit depth and you can, you can sort of yeah, yeah. pull it out. I mean, these are, that's cool. So yeah, it's like most raw. Raw is the most flat, raw, exactly. Flat exactly. is most raw, okay. Yeah, okay. And uh, yeah, wow, wow. Okay, so, so is it fair then to say something along the lines of like what you're, what you're sort of doing is you're in a sense 
you're capturing what does that even mean like what does it mean when uh like how does how does capturing something flat or raw how does that what does that do like what would that be like with this like instead of what we have how would we set these to capture it raw i know we're not doing this here but i'm just saying for for as an example like if i am to go and capture a shot of the ocean or the trees or somebody's face mm-hmm. um or capture a video of any of those things how do i set my camera to capture it raw or flat so, and rule then, number one and how yeah. do i draw it out yeah uh, shooting manual at all times <laughs> shoot manual. yeah shooting yeah. manual yeah. um you know i mean uh, like uh white balance and stuff you can kind of you kind of play with but um yeah shooting manual and usually dslrs now are, are they do raw and you got to choose the color science that you want the um i guess the look is is what it is but yeah there's there's a ton of different things you can do they just shoot raw shoot in raw. manual yeah in manual and uh yeah there's just a mode called raw this is uh uh this mode is uh uh vlog that's right. I was on the tip of my oh, mind. Vlog. Vlog. Yeah. So Panasonic GH5s is what we shot this with, and Vlog is the flattest grade possible. So the flatter, um, with with raw, like you, you have a lot of bit depth, right? There's just basically how much you can edit in one image, how much color information you can pull out. Okay. And with the the flatter the image, uh, in certain cases, as long as there's as there's the bit depth for you to play with then you're expected to play with that, right? You're expected oh, to pull out the depth, colors. Meaning that it's closer to something that's maybe like a black, white, and gray that you can then draw more exactly, color exactly. from. So, so the higher the bit depth, the blacker your images can uh, be. And, and if it's right in the middle, then you can you have more c- control basically over the colors. Uh, yeah. Okay, versus if you cap it in color, you have way less control over the colors versus yeah. when you cap it in black, or that that bit depth you can draw out however much it depends is on the bit depth right so if you're if you're shooting let's say photography for example if you're taking jpegs with your camera immediately stop doing that don't do that don't take jpegs don't take jpegs take raw images if you take have a camera that images. can yeah, yeah 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 raw images yep because um, you get way more control uh, because of the color space there's, in there's lightroom for you after lightroom yeah, yeah, yeah lightroom yeah, yeah. photoshop yeah. does it too it's a uh, for some reason runs slow on my computers with photoshop but i mean i don't know why you'd really use photoshop for that because that's what lightroom's built for um so i'm importing raw images into lightroom and then i'm doing yeah. like in premiere it's called like lumetri yeah exactly so light lumetri's in lightroom too but we have way okay. more way more leeway leeway in in lightroom right so you can completely change the look of an image and uh same with uh same with video you know you can do a lot of color editing and ideally what you shoot you should shoot to edit and what you shoot shouldn't be like anything close to what you have released that's a such an interesting perspective i guess it also depends then on um if it's what like project it's for creatively because for the ones that you're describing um it makes total sense because you're taking it all so you're shooting where it looks nothing like the final and you're doing it all in post whereas for me maybe with like right now with my caliber of like on off-site interviews where when i do those Mm -hmm. that then it's really just like lav mics into the zoom and then just setting up the cameras on 
if I do manual, I do, but usually it's something like auto and just making sure that the lighting's strong. Right, and, and it like, depends and then, on what you're doing too. Because I'm just switching between two shots. And I'm talking as, as a camera, you know, operator. Exactly, exactly. There has to be someone operating the camera, you know. And yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. If, you, if you're setting a camera up to do an interview in front of the camera, like these, for example, you're yep. definitely going to want to have automatic settings. Just like, in case we do stuff, exactly. Right. When we move and all this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. And the color, you know, the white balance. And, and stuff like that. Automatic. Everything. Interesting. So it totally then depends. But most of the time when you're trying to take things into post, shoot your photos in RAW. Bring them into Lightroom. Rule number one. Rule number one. Photos especially, man. Photos. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in video, you want it to be where you can take draw out as much of the color as possible yeah yeah that's yeah. that's that's also a good point because you know i'm not thinking of uh, actually running like i do run and gun but i'm always on camera right run and gun if i were to do the interviews i wouldn't shoot just manual everything like focus and everything you'd have to oh yeah make automatic that's right yeah, yeah. yeah. and now automatic autofocus is getting crazy um <laughs> in, the, in the recent years it's, it's pretty good because uh, you know you never had that before you just have to set the aperture all the way up and make everything in focus which doesn't look as good nope um now you can have autofocus and it tracks your face perfectly yeah forever yeah. that's <laughs> you know? i hope to i hope to get that uh implemented into some of the existing uh technological systems like so because like these guys because they're really strong for what they're what we're purposing for them for right now the existing camera system now what but is the, this i've never seen these it. are jvc ptz pan tilt zoom robotic cameras so that i'm not even controlling them so would it follow me if i got up and walked away and so that's the next feature is the um the tracking mm -hmm. and then the feature after that which we were beginning to describe is that the, we don't have yet the setting where it will take because we've had this feedback several times is the setting where it um, does the um, like follows you? Nope, nope, no. nope. It's the um, I have the word one LIDAR. moment. Nope, I have I have Sorry. the moment one word. It's one moment. It's the bokeh. Bokeh, yeah. The, there the blurriness is. in the background, yeah. basically. Yeah. yeah. So that we've had that feedback several times where the bokeh, you would have this blurriness all in the background so that it would basically draw out the salience of Kyle's face. Right. And so that's something we've gotten feedback for. So that's another thing with the camera. Separation is important. In exactly. Yeah. And then the other one is that eventually we'll have the artificial intelligence algorithms that then do things like take the existing stream between cameras and that they, as my stream of vocals end and your starts, Automatic it auto switch. switches. Yeah. And then when we say, pull up uh you know the specific thing that we were just looking up a moment ago mm -hmm. on the search engine that then we can pull up content as we talk about it to do fact checking and right all so it's like stuff. it's like hey google pull this up exactly. and, uh, and let's then, do it yeah exactly or um, it soon, auto or it auto automatically recognizes just, you say like a keyword exactly and yeah. it'll listen to what you're saying i mean we're not far off man we're not far it's, off. that's gonna happen sooner yeah. or later we're not gonna need any cameramen at all it's kind of a wild thing because now they have throw the drone up. I have. Yeah, exactly. No, I have. Yeah. They do have drones that follow you. I also have a, a gimbal where if you mount, if you mount your phone, you need your phone to do it. But if you mount your phone at the top of it, it will track you and it'll it'll follow you around. So you can basically have a full 360 shot. Yeah, I saw that with Ron, our our uh, 
producer director in the Bay Area, he showed me that one. That's yeah, a good one. It's really it just cool. follows you around. Put the phone on the gimbal and walk around. And, yeah, and you just you. talk yeah, to yourself, exactly. you know, and, and you have and what looks around. like a professional, professional cameraman. Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. And that's what it, that's the same gimbal that I use for. Gra- that, the drone, the drone that follows yeah. and you. it'll fly yeah. through trees fly and through trees, go yeah. through all that while you're skiing and shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. So, yeah, stuff like that. And uh, same thing with uh, like you've heard the Mandalorian, the Disney Plus uh, Star Wars show, right? Uh, Mandalorian, Mandalorian, okay. Okay. yeah, with the baby Yoda and everything. Oh, the viral. Okay, um, okay. The way they shot that is crazy. I mean, they've been doing similar things for a long time, but they took it to the next level where. Uh, Instead of a green screen, like you know, a lot of this, a lot of it's CG, blah blah blah. Yeah. They actually utilized a giant LCD. Oh, now I know what you're talking about. That spins yes. with the cam, moves with the camera, so yep. it's like connected yep. visually to the camera. I forgot what that. Now, why why are people choosing to do the? Are people choosing to do these massive LCD screen environments, and they look like? Yeah, let's definitely yeah, pull it's it up. Be a good so, one to pull up for super interesting. Actually, before before the Rona hit, I got invited to visit the Mandalorian set. And, uh, you know, and then everything went to shit. <laughs> but hopefully, well, I'll, I'll take come back. On that. I'll take definitely going to come back. Yeah. What would be what would be a good thing to search to find that? Like I'm trying to find it. Um, it's kind of a little bit like Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, that's kind. Of, that's basically what it it's, is. We're getting. Yeah, we're kind of getting that. Oh, you're we not can see it on the screen. But, but no. I, yeah, yeah, we're gonna switch that up. Yeah, there you go. So, but they're even bigger. I mean, we're talking like full and yeah. full 360. Full 360. Um, so L- you move L- the camera and it. it you know the perspective that it's in 3d space so this looks like it's kind of just a picture that might move with the camera as you dolly around it but when the mandalorian the way they did it was it, it's connected to the camera in such a way where you move the camera and the whole background it's really trippy to watch i'd check out like youtube or something if you mandalorian. can m-a-n-d-a-l-o-r-i-a-n there it is like this one right yeah I know this one's so crazy. And oh they they goodness. have it half like I was saying earlier, like practicals, like when we blew the sheets on the windows, they have the the ground like they they build practically inside the room. So Dude, the this thing, is crazy. They have this interaction with the with the things. It's the craziest set, you know. Oh my goodness! So we're saying let's let's put it this way. So we have okay. So we have kind of like levels so one of the levels is we just go and we capture something with a camera the next level is that maybe we do something like we add green screens or we add like what we were talking about with some cg right in one of your and you videos play with that, play with that. Yeah. and then we have this sort of like like either a hundred percent cgi which is becoming more common mm-hmm. or um yeah, you have people that wear those like full suits with sensors that then right. the, you take the human in, but then it's a completely CG Turn environment. Turn it into like a monkey or a lion or something. And then, yeah, yeah and Disney then there's also shit. just the human in a completely CG environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, then there's this, which is that instead of generating a CG environment in like post, 
what you do is you basically generate the CG environment on this 360-degree LCD screen. Right. And it reacts with the camera movement. So the Pearson, you can do handheld in this room, and it'll make it look realistic. You know how the parallax of everything, like if you move your head, things move differently, different ways. Whoa. You can move the camera, oh. and it'll react as if... Whoa. Isn't that fucking crazy? So it's synced. The camera is synced with the 360 yep. LC screen. Yeah. And the things, the items and stuff in the background, like the, say there's hallways or whatever, you can basically have a camera moving through the hallway and, you know, handheld the walking movements that you would be doing. Now, what's the what's the benefit of doing it this way versus the CGI? A lot cheaper, I imagine. This way? I imagine, yeah, because oh, it's, it's one set and you can you can do whatever you want on it, you know? And I hear a lot about this. There's a, there's, there's a few different things that they're doing right now. Like in Manhattan Beach somewhere, I haven't placed a location. I'll let you know when I find out. But <laughs> there's like a football field-sized green screen. Yeah, whoa. With cameras, like red cameras mounted about every like meter, three meters or whatever okay. on the walls. And you can do anything like, like, you know, the matrix, the original matrix where Neo's dodging the bullets. Yeah. That was done with a bunch of DSLRs that yeah. in today's day and age wouldn't, you know, they're not, they were like Canon, whatever, whatchamacallit. But, but yeah, you could do that with reds in a football field size stadium and basically turn on each camera and have like a slow motion matrix style thing in sure. a huge, enormous green screen space. So that would be the most expensive like <laughs> way to do it. This would be probably middle ground, you know. It's a LCD screen, curved LCD screens exist for consumers. Like yeah. it's not, it's not super. This is really interesting craziness. as part of the future. I would also say that kind of the next step above this is kind of like literally immersing yourself indistinguishably in the three space itself, right? Like in a completely indistinguishable virtual environment, and like that's metaphysically what we hypothesize this is this experience and this reality yeah, is yeah yeah that's kind of the yeah we exactly can, we like can get a little into the those video metaphysics games. i mean that, yeah video exactly. games, you think about like yeah. like buddhists um they believe right as buddhists but they believe that when you live your life the right way you reincarnate it until you live your life the right way yeah. and then and then you go yep. on to the next level yeah. That reminds me of Mario, man. <laughs> like you jump into the, the, yeah. the hole in the ground so many times and then you figure out a way to jump over the hole. Right. Yeah. And you're on yeah. the next yeah. level. Yeah. 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 And yeah. same with uh, uh, like Vishnu. The, the Hindus believe that like all of this is Vishnu's dream. Right. Like that's another it's, it's virtual reality, man. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> right. I think that's right. And there's 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 like you look up into space and we don't know what the fuck's up there. It's all numbers. Like the what we have now is just basically what we think it is, you know? And there's there's it's all math. So anything can happen, man. You know? Right? Right? Yeah, I like how you brought in <laughs> you I like how you brought in the Eastern philosophies and right. spiritual traditions because I completely agree that you have this process of doing things like whether you call it the noble eightfold path or whether you call it the 10 commandments in the abrahamic tradition it literally doesn't matter yeah. they're basically trying to just get you to channel only the highest possible morality ethics and your own suffering and the suffering of others around you hmm. and then what happens is that you literally become god consciousness and then what happens is that at that point, you have such a transcendent experience. You like transcend and include like the human body. Like you anchor that in your spirit, in your energy, and you 
in physicalism, so everything you affect in the physical world is that butterfly effect of that highest possible morality ethic, mm -hmm, yeah. but also that you transcend in the sense of like you've transcended and included your ego. You're right. no longer in that obsessive, compulsive, self-dealing state of existence. And then also you even transcend and include the the obsession with nationalism or obsession with like skin color yeah, or things like that you're basically you, transcending its greed um affliction and and uh, ignorance right that's Not right affliction. Yeah. what's the second one aversion yeah aversion yeah yes, aversion yes, 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 yes. yeah and so that's we, right yeah that's I, right my brother I, yeah i'm all about that <laughs> and then the dream like you were mentioning the idea of recursion or the idea of as above so below as well right is that the same way that we go into a dream it's so funny as above so below we go into a dream once a day mm -hmm. and that during those eight hours what's occurring is that we are literally simulating a reality where we are in both our in our own mind where we are both the spirit of the consciousness and we are the physicalism of the environment that we've simulated for the spirit to be inside of so we simulate both the consciousness <laughs> and we simulate the actual environment for it right in the same in, in the same dream same dreamed reality and so then the hypothesis is that as above so below we are infinite consciousness we simulated these finite realities for yeah. us to sit in as a finite separate conscious entity mm -hmm. and that we engage in these physical realities for consciousness to undergo the process of exploring what all these different tastes of experience right are it's like it's like a, a huge storm over an ocean with uh with uh, uh tornadoes touching down each one of us is a tornado mm -hmm. right the mass of consciousness is a storm mm. right and we're touching mm. down uh, there's also the egg, I think, is a really good example of that. Like, if you look up the egg on YouTube. Oh, yeah. The short. Andy sort of, Weir. Yeah. 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 Andy Weir, that's, that's his name. He's he so on point. And then, and then Kirk's Gazad is the animation studio that, right, yeah. in a nutshell. Amazing animation. Yeah. They're so well done. They're like Pixar level, in my opinion. Amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, and Andy did a great job writing that story. Yeah, yeah I agree. great. Yeah. Fantastic. That's a that's a good example, and I like the storm and tornadoes. We also mm -hmm. have the whirlpool analogies. Another one, little whirlpools of consciousness. Yep. Yeah. yeah, is another one. Yeah, there's these analogies are really powerful because they help communicate metaphysics in relatable ways for kids and for yeah. adults. And, yeah. and that's me. I'm honestly just starting me to too. get into this stuff. Me I too. Mean. I'm I'm <laughs> trying my best to be as Eli five as right. possible right, with right. this stuff. <laughs> yeah. But this is so fascinating because what we're literally talking about right now, and what's the best word for these again? The 360 LCD oh, environments, yeah, the, uh, or yeah. what's the best word for it? Uh, dude, I, I wish I knew. What Let's say 360, L 360 LCD, LCD yeah, environments. Right. Okay, the, the, yeah. so that these environments are like our train of thinking is super interesting here because we're talking 360 uh, LCD environments, then we're talking you know, using unity and unreal and building reality, three space, virtual realities. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then now we're, and then we're talking about literally what our reality is, because as we go more and more to these things that we're communicating, we immerse ourselves more and more into these environments that you're seeing here on screen. And that these indistinguishable worlds, like you see in ready player one in the matrix and all stuff right. that 
more and more we're going to awaken to the fact that this already is that. Yeah. And we're undergoing this process of exploring infinite states of qualia, infinite phenomenological experiences for consciousness to undergo. Yeah. I think the probability of us being in a virtual reality outweighs the probability of us actually being here. You know, you know what I mean? It's kind of weird to think about that. And yeah. to me, it's the same thing, which is super interesting. Oh, like there's, like that's, <laughs> it's a funny thing. Like we're always trying to like separate things like science and spirituality or base reality and virtual reality. Right. They're the fucking same thing. Yeah. That's, I love viewing it that way. It's all about your experience, right? Yeah. It's all about the experience you have as a person slash imaginated entity 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 yeah entity is a good word for it bintinu masara has been kind of all encompassing and the law of one raw has a really good mind body spirit complex is a good way to say it yeah yeah i know it's a good way to say it mind body spirit complex that's a good one yeah Yeah. that's what it is the law of one by raw book i should read uh i'll read that i'll uh i'll send you to um, actually, we can pull it up because it's. I think it's that profoundly important for people yeah. that we'll go ahead and, and pull it up. So it is. I can't, okay. I can't wait gonna, for you to get Greg on. on this bro, we are going to rock it with Greg. I'm so <laughs> pumped to have him on. Um, thank you for that intro. I'm yeah, so course, pumped man. to have he's, Greg he's, on. He's a great dude. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah and it's probably going to happen right after New Year's. We'll also send him um, this as well so he kind of knows that the homies okay. are, are, are ready. We're ready for, totally. for him. So this is, um, this is lawofone.info. Okay. 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 So that's the URL for everyone. Law of one dot info, not dot com. Law of one dot info. Now, when you get here, this is law of one. The idea is generally that you had raw. Raw is a, this was a process that was undergone a series of 106 conversations called sessions between Don Elkins, a professor of physics and UFO investigator, hmm. and Ra speaking through Carla Ruckert. Wow. And so Ra states that if they are a six-density social memory complex that formed on Venus about 2.6 million Holy years, shit. billion okay. years ago, and they are humble messengers of the law of one, and that they previously tried to spread this message in ancient Egypt with mixed results. So, wow. And so what the idea is, is that if you go down here and you begin browsing by category, there's archetypal mind, balancing, before the veil, cosmology, earth history, meditation, law of one, higher self, pyramids, teachings, Original thought, UFO, science, sexual energy transfer, have all you heard, this stuff. Have you heard about the um, the, the FBI? I think it's, no CIA, the, not FBI, but they're playing with uh, 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 psychics. Have you heard about that? Like they're they're kind of when the CIA there's a there's a document. I don't know if it's real or not. Which one? But uh, they're they're talking about how they they got a a psychic, and they said go to this coordinate, like go to these coordinates, oh. and it was the Mars is like coordinates on Mars. And they said to go back like two billion years or whatever. Sure. And it's it's just crazy. Like yeah, it's I I love I would love to believe it. Yeah. You well, know? but this is the thing is that we we have to 
have a high amount of openness to new things and experience, mm-hmm. but we have to not, it has to be balanced because you have to not let in like, oh, I'm going to be open to the new experience of rebirthing slavery. Like, let's do it, yes, you know? Yeah. And so, and the same thing kind of where somebody can, in a sense, they can have their own subjective hallucinative experience of doing something like, I astral projected to this star system astral, and yeah. I... Yeah, That's and it. I and I underwent this process, and it's like this is excellent. You can have whatever beautiful subjective conscious experiences you want. Absolutely. My next step would be instead of tell, instead of having people say you're a liar, that's BS. Instead of that, I would say bless the person. And the next thing of would course, be yeah. the next thing would be why don't we do our best to structure some sort of scientific method around pushing beyond the edge of what is known by us. Right, and, and that's exactly yeah, that's been that, that's, that's it. That's basically it. So when you been, take being done for when you take uh, Bob Monroe and the Gateway, when you take uh, Edgar Casey's work, when you take the idea of just channeling in general, astral projection, out of body experiences, near death experiences, mm-hmm. what entheogens do to us with unleashing the divine within what does that mean I'm taking to notes. I'm gonna look all this stuff up later. <laughs> beautiful and hopefully other people as well because I'm yeah. still a student of all of this as well mm-hmm. what does non-dual states of conscious experience mean and how can we sort of anchor ourselves in the highest morality and ethic of Buddha or Christ or Lao Tzu or Confucius level consciousness but flower that out on an individual artistic expression to the world around us on a moment-to-moment basis to ourselves our families our communities the world how can i still make cool videos but live in a state of non-dual peace bliss consciousness and so that's what i hypothesize a symphonic consciousness Mm. which is what we were talking about a little bit earlier which is where you feel both the ocean and you feel the whirlpool or the storm and the tornado at the same time because you are that unique storm or that unique whirlpool you're the unique sorry tornado or yes exactly and that you're an artist and you will resonate this most as people like you and me is that we're artists and that the more people think of themselves as artists that's when they realize that they have a unique melody or instrument that they're playing in the symphony Mm-hmm. in that oneness and that your unique gift that you're bringing in the world that's self actualization and self realization is when you realize the oneness the unity right yeah yeah hasn't happened yet <laughs> it's bound to happen though you know i mean yeah that, that's what we were talking about earlier with the um like the buddhists and, and like the next level and everything it's yeah I, th- I think it's fascinating but i really don't know much about <laughs> much about it we need to actually invest time as a civilization right. into the investigation of truth, consciousness, awareness, the nature of reality. Because what we have is we have a culture of mindfulness, right? We have yeah, a, I like that. We have a culture where, like Sadhguru says, you know, you spend 10 years learning a language, but you want to be enlightened in five minutes. Right, right. And so we need to humble ourselves and realize that, you know, I spent 10 straight months from the beginning of 2020 until October before moving to LA alone, Mm -hmm. alone and studying the 1000 most uncommon geniuses that have ever lived, abstracting out a meta pattern, studying the world's perennial spirituality, studying Mm -hmm. the world's cutting edge sciences and putting it all into artistic ELI five, which then gave Mm -hmm. me a lattice work for me to move forward as a conceptual. So you build a foundation out of what you, 
learn yourself, you know, and that's the whole passion thing. Like you would, nobody would be able to do that kind of thing. Like I wouldn't be a filmmaker still if I wasn't passionate about it, the North star, you know, and the fact that you, you do that and then you, you use that and build your own stepping stones. Yes. That's, that's a huge thing, you know, and it's, it's a, it's not easy, but it's this definitely is, worth and it. And this is why we have people like when we, there's two things here. When we talk on the program, what at least is happening is maybe, you know, Kyle's getting his moment of exposure to this and maybe other people are as well. The idea that, okay, what if I literally blocked out a week of my calendar and I literally did a deeper investigation into what, you know, what is Advaita Vedanta? What is the direct path, the non-dual direct path? Or what is the Theravada Buddhism Vipassana style? What I haven't read the Old Testament, New Testament. Maybe I should just give those a quick read. Maybe I should watch, you know, Jordan Peterson's dissemination of them in a psychological perspective as well. Mm -hmm. Maybe... Maybe I should go in and dance the African Vodun tradition. Maybe I should go sit in some of the uh, entheogenic ceremonies that occur in the Native American tradition. Man, that would be amazing. And maybe <laughs> if we sample those things for at least some periods of time, mm-hmm. a week or, or more, and if you can dedicate even more time to truth, that's even better. And then what happens is you basically re-baseline your consciousness wow. to those higher states and then everything you do from there in terms of your artistic expression your self-actualization process becomes way more efficient you become way you become way more in service to others because right. you realize the uh, the self in the other and then what happens is that you get more clients more peaceful people around you, more self-actualized people around you, you climb to your goals faster. Hmm. And this is the second point that I was going to say, which is that, you know, I've been sharing a bit about our animated series in 2021 Chimps that we're really excited for. And in 2021 Portalist, the anthology series that we're working on as well. And it's interesting because Kyle is one of those people that I would probably say is one of the more higher up visionaries around the videography space that actually understands what the art of the portalist would actually entail in making. And so I would say that what happens is that the more that you become self-realized, the more that you strive in a framework for self-actualization, loose, right? Again, loose, but a framework. Mm -hmm. What happens is you naturally gravitate people in so in this case it's like kyle's like portalist is pretty interesting this is something that i could potentially see as being something popular that i might be able to get behind and what happens is every time somebody comes on the show i become more gravitated toward them now i understand more about what kyle's been sharing as his wisdoms especially around all this insanity around the layering and the photography video videography it all ties in it all ties in and so I'm being gravitated by you and all these other guests that come on the show into your worlds. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, other people that watch the show become gravitated into your worlds, into my world. And that more and more, hopefully, we're co-creating that more beautiful world our hearts know as possible. Right. And that's pretty much the essence of this. Well, I love it, man. I think that's, that's great. You're kind of absorbing... Uh the the vibrations of everybody that comes on set and yes. obviously everybody yes. you talk to in general like very good conversationalist and uh, you. you know what you're doing you and that. i can i can you love to learn you love to give information yes and, uh, i yeah i learned a lot through this this thing and my mind is definitely more open than it was when i get, came here in the first place you know i love it and, uh, and i appreciate that thanks for that yeah thanks for the recognition and the love and 
I feel the same way. I'm such a child sponging up the knowledge that is communicated. It's a big aroma of flower, and it's a cross-pollination. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and don't change. If you if you think of growing up, don't do it. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. Don't do that. Retain that childlike awe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do taxes and stuff. But oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're all, you know. Um, okay, I mean, we pretty much touched on everything that I wanted to touch on in the later part of the show, which was perfect. Mm -hmm. um, I love it. I mean, some of the last things that we could probably talk about are um, the fact that we both see a very deeply uh, independent freelance creative scene emerging, especially with the decentralization absolutely. technologies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, I used to want to join a union, uh, but at this point... <laughs> Fuck that. No, it's basically a, an expensive club now. And you don't, they don't, you know, it's just my opinion. Don't, you know, it's my opinion, but fuck the unions. Um, they, everything's going independent. Uh, everybody I talk to agrees and it's, uh, and it opens up a whole new world. You know, basically you can do anything. There's, there's, uh, politics, uh, in the way I work are like, I shun them. I don't do, like with big with big uh, groups and stuff like that's what I've been talking about. Like you have to work together as as friends, as a, as a machine, you know, and as a, a, a as a group of problem solvers rather than a group of separate, um, you know, uh, a group of separate groups trying to make one thing. Because in my experience, it's it makes it more difficult and it, it's a lot more troublesome that way. You know what I mean? Yep. That made any sense? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, like art directors sometimes aren't allowed to talk to uh, producers. Producers, sound guys can't yeah, talk to these that's guys. That's right. That's right. And it's like, what's the point? You know, that's you're trying right. to make one thing. Yes. And if you can't talk to each other about it, then how yes. is it going to turn into anything? Okay. And this is where the synthesis, I think, happens between the heterarchy, the flat, the decentralization with the hierarchy. And there's a really important synthesis here because you can't have the data silos that you're speaking about right now, which suck when the audio engineer can't actually talk to the DP yeah. about what's happening. And there's data silos, right? Yeah, data silos. And yeah. then what you want is you want the interoperability of data, just like between exactly. like Facebook and Google and Baidu and Tencent and stuff around the planet. Right. Just like we want to do that. And just like the way that cells communicate in intercellularly in yeah. the body yeah. and the same way that as a you know as a country's that's why we use barges to ship goods in containers we're all in, across the ocean you know we're in contact with each other i think that's the name of the game exactly it's the oneness that it has to happen on set and elsewhere. yes and also with the hierarchy in the sense of like the dp should be able to because the audio engineer might have five ten whatever years of experience but it maybe hasn't actually been the dp for five or ten years like the dp has been right mm -hmm. director producer <clears throat> so then in this example it would be you want to decentralize as much as you can to get all of the synthesis of the most data points about the knowledge mm -hmm. but then you still want in terms of some sort of a hierarchical decision to be made about the data from the person that's most synthetic right with the data so point. you can't just top of the hierarchical system you have to have a little bit of that because you know like like there are certain visionary directors that you know a lot of the movies that are my favorite movies wouldn't exist now without them you know without any i mean no movies would really exist yep. without a director it, yep. it would be a fucking mess 
It'd be a nightmare. That's right. Trying to make something that's without a, great a director way to put with it. a solid vision. Yep. I think it's very important to have a solid vision. That's the hierarchy. But but think about this reality. In this reality, we are the actors, actresses, and we are also the directors and producers in a co-creative fashion. Right. So there's no hierarchical. The hierarchical one isn't like an individual human. It's what in mathematics we call a strange attractor. It's what a complex system evolves towards. Hmm. And so we ourselves program that into the reality, but in a non-deterministic way. We programmed it in a quantum mechanical free will way. Right. And so then we're the actors and actresses but it is still going on towards, the stage. Towards the goal, do you think? And the goal, the star, is the recursion. So it's the metaverse that we were talking about when we go inward into those indistinguishable virtual infinite worlds to mm -hmm. taste new conscious experiences. Mm -hmm. That's the Godhead star. But our path <clears throat> excuse me, but our path on getting there has been very fluid in water, sand, in the sense of we could have, you know. It's not like the UK had to, you know, ship people from Europe to North America to begin taking over the United States, you know, 250 years ago. Right. This didn't have to happen this way or like World War Two could have played out completely differently. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so anyway, so it's, yeah, it's a yeah. messy process. Like I said, yeah. like making anything good is a messy process sometimes. So, yeah. 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 And um, so we still can play in this messy process. Actually, I like to think it, like it's an artistic. It's kind of like Absolutely, the big yeah. white. Yeah, yeah it totally. is, in a sense, it's, it's messy and harmonic. And yeah, it's but that's what I think. Tying back to movies, I think that's what they're losing nowadays. You know, like like have with the the way things are done. And like, let's say I did like an MTV show, uh, like reality TV show and everything. I would think reality TV would have would be more loose than like, OK, now you go here and you say these lines in action. But it's not. <laughs> it's like it's exactly what it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think the way to do it is, is like I said, uh, um, independent is coming back for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Last question. Mm -hmm. What is? Oh God. Oh Jesus. Your favorite food? Um. Well, uh, right now I. I'm feeling a Chipotle burrito. So that sounds really good. Would you say that that's kind of your go-to? Not always. Not I think always. It's, I think it's uh, specific. Yeah. I, I have very different tastes. Um, it depends on if I want to make something or buy something. Uh, I love, uh, I make really good scrambled eggs. Yeah. Uh, with the caramelized onions, you know. I love that. I love that. So yeah. good. Yeah. Um, bacon. I, I, ha I have to ask a couple questions here. Okay. Yeah, First sure of all is... Um, Okay, let's start with when you go out, right, Chipotle. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you get in your Chipotle. It depends. If I'm feeling uh, if I'm feeling risky, I'll get a bowl, like a burrito bowl, and totally. then I'll get the chips, and you dip the chips in that's the bowl. Right, that's right. That's yeah, important. but you got to get this hot sauce. Like, I don't know. For some reason, sauce, I'm yeah. all about the spicy. You like the spicy. Yeah. I do like the spicy, but I'm kind of a bitch when it comes to spiciness. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a medium. Yeah, 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 but I love the pain. You know? The pain's I'm fun. a little yeah. masochistic in terms of that. Yeah, but okay. It's, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll complain about it, but I'll be loving it secretly. Um, but, you know, burritos, you can't go wrong with the burrito. You know, burritos okay. are classic. 
we'll skip over some of the other details and I'll take okay. me to the scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs. Okay, yes. so this is when you make stuff. I like I love making scrambled eggs as well. And there's so many awesome toppings to put in. I like how you put caramelized onions. Mm-hmm. Huge fan of that mm-hmm. as well. Great. Question. In scrambled eggs, first of all, egg choice I think is very important. Egg choice. A lot of people don't realize how important egg choice is. One time, one of my friends told me that if you want to be eating um, high-quality eggs, what you should be doing is spending at least 50 cents on each egg. And I thought that was a very wow. interesting uh, 50 cents on each egg. On each okay. egg. So, so he says in the U.S. at least, right? In our, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and so here's an idea. I like Vital Farms. They're a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, I think they're about 6 bucks or so for 12 right? So it's about right. 50 cents an right, egg. Right. But you can tell because when you crack one of the, the Vital Farms eggs, it's literally the yolk's orange. You know, hmm. it's, it's literally fresh and tastes super good. And then if you compare that to one of the eggs that costs like 5 or 10 cents an egg. Right. It's nowhere near as delicious, and so I'm curious. Interesting. So I, you that. know, I'm a, I just go for the biggest eggs I could find because I'm the a, largest I'm a size. hungry boy. You like size? I like size. Yeah, but size. honestly, I've had small eggs that are delicious too. You know? too. The, the, the yeah. size size doesn't matter. In eggs, <laughs> <laughs> and then and I love it. And then so are you now? And the next question is: When you scramble, right? Are you scrambling in? A bowl before you go, of course. Pour, and then are you are you adding any Seasoning? milk or uh, yeah. milk cream is great. You do just a, just a t- little bit a of tad cream. of milk or cream. Uh, I do milk when I have because I barely ever have cream. Yeah, but yeah. I mean cream yeah. makes it even fluffier. Fluffier you know? it, it adds the fluff factor of it. And then you add salt and pepper. Salt and pepper usually okay. just salt and pepper. Um, yeah. Occasionally there's there's, you know, I tried uh, the other day. I tried to, I added some butt rub. Into oh, it. interesting! Yeah, uh, like it, it, there's a lot of salt in it, so I'd forego totally, the salt totally. and then add yeah, the yeah. butt rub. Exactly, uh, it's pretty good. I'm not gonna. And lie. then you cook the caramelized onions before ahead of time, ahead of time, and then at the end when the eggs are almost done, you add the caramelized onions to it. Yeah, yeah. Usually, uh, ideally, ideally you would uh, cook some bacon in the pan beforehand. Oh, and then that you get creates the grease, the grease, and then you can. Otherwise, I, otherwise, I use butter if if I Butter's don't pretty, yeah, butter, bacon. You yeah, barely. But I butter. see you add bacon to the eggs on the side. On the side. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. A, I'm it. not. A, I don't chop bacon up. That's sacrilegious. Sacrilegious. You know, I just the whole slice of bacon. You yeah, know, you get the crispiness. It's yeah. delicious. Now, do you like under cooking, medium cooking, or or uh, well it depends. done? I like parts of my bacon uh, crispy. Yeah, I think crispy bacon is one of the best things ever. But yeah. you also have to balance it out. It's like it's yeah. like too much of a good thing is not really again. A good it's thing. the middle path, Buddha. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you got to get those little bubbles where the bacon is not totally done. Exactly, yet. exactly. And those are the best. Those are the best. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I'm okay. That's a wrap, folks. That's it. That's right. it. My brother Kyle. Well, thank you. That Give was so fucking fantastic. Good thank stuff. you, good my stuff. brother. Of course. That was Thanks fantastic. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, Atlas. Yeah, you're welcome, Give my brother. Me. You're super welcome. <laughs> Fun. I know that was that was epic. Yeah. We we got to break down a lot of awesome topics, guys. Again, check out the link in the bio below. That's Kyle's Instagram profile. Check it out, Shadow Vision. Also, check out Kyle's other work. You can find a lot of it on his Instagram page. You can find a lot of it. Also, it's coming soon. We'll have a, a new updated website that yeah, we'll I'm put the link. The right link now. will be in the bio, uh, shadowvision.com. Yeah. And then we'll have that also in the bio for when that's ready. And we'll have a lot of the stuff catalog there of these awesome videos and reels and yes. all the stuff that we were showcasing. Yeah. Um, so also, 
you know, share more in terms of what you learned on the art of video, share that more with other people. Like we talked about these master classes in photography or videography that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. If you know people that need to watch this video to get going in those fields, share this with them. Okay. Let Kyle inspire them through what he knows through the videos that we shared in the breakdowns. And so they can get started and growing. So <laughs> share this with them, like those video, like the video, subscribe, comment below with your thoughts. Yeah. And then also support the other artists, entrepreneurs, spiritual leaders, scientists, engineers, people in your communities that you believe in, support them and help them grow, support them and help them flourish. You can find simulation, our show links below. You can help us support us as well. And that's it. That's a wrap folks. Nice we love spiel. you very much. Love it. Thanks be a, for tuning be a portal in. for other people, you know, and Boom. bring people up like that. Great. I love it. Be a portal for other people. I love that. That's a perfect way to wrap my brother. <laughs> That's it. All right.